Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a global original podcast. So obviously we're about to do the podcast and you get a phone call from the wife. She, how, she knows I'm recording as well. How is Jen? You know, you know. No, I'm just asking how your <laughs> wonderful wife, your wonderfully well-behaved wife, Jen is. She's in the doghouse today. Okay, so it's rare that she's in the doghouse and not me. But So the is. call, first of all, was to find out what you want for dinner. Yeah, and actually it's just because she's in the doghouse and she right. wants to get out of the doghouse and she knows that... The only thing better than makeup sex is makeup dinner. I'll tell, I'll tell, I'll give you a, a, an overview. She went out. I did it. See, I, I, I kept digging, and she, I knew I'd get something. <laughs> she went out, and she had a really good night, a really good time, lots of fun, lots yep. of drink, and she came back a lot later than I imagined. Now, what would happen if you and I went out and we didn't turn up back at our individual houses twelve and a half hours later? Twelve p.m. She arrived back. Yeah. Lunchtime. She missed breakfast. <laughs> yeah. She missed a McDonald's breakfast. Yeah, yeah. and brunch. Yeah. Um, if, if it was the other way around, I, I'd be talking a lot like this, probably. Yeah, we'd be... Yeah, I, I'm, I'd be castrated. This sounds a bit sexist, but I mean, I think every relationship I've been in, if the, you know, if it, if it was flipped, there would be a lot of flipping. I mean, a lot oh, of yeah. flipping out. Yeah. It's one rule for them and one rule for us. I, ge- I genuinely think it is. Doesn't make any sense. No. I, and actually, that's what I said. I said, because I was, she was like, why are you upset like this? And I said, I said, flip it. What would you do if you just flipped it around? Yeah. And what was her response? She said she'd kick me out. She's a very, <laughs> she's, excuse me, I just burnt there. She's, she's a very, yeah, we all heard Jay. committed wife. <laughs> I haven't got headphones on. <laughs> I feel like I don't hear it if I haven't got headphones on. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, she's in trouble. She is, she is in the doghouse. But you know. It's good to talk about it though, isn't it? Nice bit of toad in the hole tonight, and uh, toad in the hole, and that isn't the food. <laughs> well, it could be. What position are you get? The frog. <laughs> the frog. Oh, very good. I don't know what the frog is. The, the frog. It's a bit sexier than the toad. <laughs> yeah, the frog's got warts and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, you know much what I mean. A frog. Frog yeah, in the you hole. You know what that. Hi, and welcome to the Don't Tell Me Mum podcast. Thanks for that, Jay. <laughs> Jeez, now I am going to be in the doghouse. We, we actually have to get serious today. Well, we don't have to. We want to because uh, this is something that which which has touched both you and I. Actually, um, we're going to talk about uh, IVF and uh, male infertility. So we're going to have a chat about that later on. Yes, I've got lots to say. Yes, you have. And we're going to be doing a confession, which basically means that uh, if there's something that's annoying you, maybe your wife didn't get home till 12pm the following day and, um, you know, she's she's quite blasé about it and you want to get that off your chest and have a little chat, have a little moan, then that's what the confession does. Yeah, but before that, can I just say, I just had a wee and my, my wee was cloudy. 
Right. I'm wondering what that means. You're not drinking enough fluids. Is it? Is no. that what cloudiness is? I thought that just means Did like... Did you have a heavy heavy day yesterday? Were you drinking yesterday? No. No alcohol at all? No. Have you eaten asparagus? No. That usually does the trick. Does your wee smell when you have asparagus? Oh, yeah. And broccoli. Because that's genetic. It yeah. either does or it doesn't. Yeah, I don't mind. My, yeah. my wee stinks after asparagus. Really? I like a good asparagus thing. Yeah. Bit of lime, salt and pepper, some chilli flakes. What about sugar puffs? Does that make your wee smell? No, I don't eat sugar puffs. That's me. If you eat sugar puffs, it makes your wee smell. Right. Should we carry on down this route? Or? Well, I'm just wondering whether I need to go to the doctor about cloudy wee. Oh, this is your confession. Oh, I'm getting a nod here. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't hurt. It just, was just cloudy. If you're a dad and a doctor listening, um, get in contact with Alvira's <laughs> socials or DM him, slip into his DMs, whatever you want to do. Do you know, everything you're saying is just sounding like an innuendo to me today. In your endo. <laughs> what, slip into his DMs? Yeah. Toad slip in the into hole. his DMs, toad in the hole, and you said something about touching us. Did I? Yeah. Right. I can't... I don't know why. Maybe I need to have a... Well, you obviously need that makeup sex. You're not getting enough. <laughs> Honestly. Right, let's get going. Let's get going. And right. if you have too much, you drink too much, you'll have cystitis. <laughs> I can't even say it. Cystitis. <laughs> <laughs> confession. Yep, let's go to the confessional and hear another plea for forgiveness. <laughs> Welcome back. You join us in the confessional to hear an embarrassing, a shameful and the unforgivable stories of parenting at its very worst. What is wrong with you? <laughs> What's wrong Are with you that trying one? to make me aroused? <laughs> is, is this your, yeah. is this your erotic get your, Barry White style? I'm, that... I'm trying to get your toad going. <laughs> get your toad on. <laughs> yep. Yeah, because I'm having toad in the hole tonight, Jay. And you're invited. <laughs> oh, the creepy sex pest voice. It wasn't that bad. Oh, it is. Is that how you talk to Jen? <laughs> Do you get close to her ear? Yeah. And then you go, Welcome back. Welcome to back, Jim. <laughs> it's been a long time. Welcome back to the bedroom, yeah. <laughs> uh, are you done? Yep. <laughs> I think yep. Bye. <laughs> oh, God. Look, I'm going to leave. I'm, I'm done. The room. Well, well, well I, don't know, I, don't know, I don't know what I'm saying now. Can I just read the confession now? Yeah, if you could, that'd be great. Thanks. <laughs> and I'm going to do it in my normal voice. Have we got a name? No, no, sincerely name. X, X. Apparently, so this is um, he's from the Avengers. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't know, something like that. Could be. Dear Al and J.K., two-year-old and a four-year-old, the constant fucking whinging. <laughs> <laughs> Eat your dinner. You'll die, you idiot. Just eat the food. <laughs> no, we aren't there yet. Share with your sister. Mummy said no. You want chocolate for breakfast? Nice try. Crying isn't going to change my mind on that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, turning the waterworks on, not yeah. going to happen. No, I'm not buying that weird Lalaloopsie doll that shits out breaks the charm. <laughs> we have enough nappy surprises in this house. <laughs> your sister is annoying you. Go and play in your room instead. No, you've seen enough fucking Christmas lights for now. No, mummy can't make the thunder go away. Fucking suck it up, kids. <laughs> Sincerely, X. X. <laughs> and breathe, X, and calm. <laughs> All right. 
So, not so much a confessional, more a moan. Yeah, I mean, I feel, like, I feel like X needed that. I think X has got all valid points there. Yeah, should we dissect them one by one? We can do, yeah, we can have a quick look at it, can't we? So let's start off with um, the constant whinging. Well, without doubt... 110% and then some. Yeah. Ted does this thing at the moment where he says, Daddy, in that exact way. Yeah. For everything. Even when he's not whinging, That's like his voice Stephen, is whiny. It's a Stephen King creepy movie when they do that. Daddy, <laughs> do you want to come and play? Oh. I see dead people. <laughs> oh, he hasn't got there yet. <laughs> he's not seeing dead people just yet. <laughs> I see dead cats. <laughs> cats. Oh my God, we killed Ted's hamster at the weekend. <laughs> Because you just said dead cats. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't be laughing. You just said dead cats. How? See what happened? Please tell me it was. It was <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we keep. I think. Well, obviously, uh, sincerely X. <laughs> Your name's not sincerely X. And that one is Mister Mister Sincerely X. <laughs> X. X I, I, genuinely, we love the fact that you've got that winch off your chest, and hopefully, doing that has sorted you. So I'm parking you, and I'm going over to how we've killed your dead hamster. Um, we, I, no, you, you didn't have any partner, did you? What happened? Well, we think, we think. First of all, it was called. He was his name was Tommy the Best. That was his name. Yep. So is that what he's wearing for his funeral? So, so we're calling him Tommy the Best, right? Yeah. Well, we think that it was natural causes. Right. But because we found him and he was quite cold and rigid. Right. Yeah, he's definitely dead. <laughs> did you, did yeah. you try any sort of mouth-to-mouth or anything like that? Or? No way. Do you know hamster's teeth are yellow? No. So are mine. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah. Okay, so natural causes? Yeah, well, we don't know. Like, Obviously, he had food and water and yeah. all that stuff, so we don't... You know yeah. how to look after a pet. We don't know why. Oh well, I'm I'm really sorry for your loss. Yeah, we told Ted. <laughs> we told Ted. <laughs> we told Why are you Ted? laughing? This is nervous because <laughs> of Ted's response. We told Ted, and he said, "Can I have a look at it?" Him, like, yeah, yeah, okay. So we got. Did you put it in a box and put its paws up around its chest? <laughs> and did you close use the size? <laughs> no, oh, rest in peace. No, what we did was we got. I got it out, and I was like, "And we showed Ted," and he said, "Can I keep him as a dead pet?" <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. So we said, I said, oh, we can't, you can't, because they start to smell. Yeah. Um, and he said, can we keep it until it starts to smell? Oh okay. So my instant reaction was to smell it and go, oh, I think it smells now, Ted. Was he still warm? Oh, it's cold. Yeah, so no, cold. Yeah, cold. cold. yeah, yeah, yeah. I right, think it so must have been like early in the night. Overnight or something, yeah. Mid-morning. Because yeah. also they sleep during the day. Mm. So like we didn't... Probably didn't, absolutely can't tell whether they're dead or not, can Well, yeah, they don't do that. They really, they really don't. <laughs> Actually, that's a lie. As soon as eight o'clock hits, it's in that freaking wheel. And it, oh no, it's it's because because well, it's old. Then what's it doing? Have you got another hamster in there? <laughs> that's the wheel going. There, not, oh, got you right. Right, it's okay. double bed. <laughs> Where it's closed its cage door and put busy yeah. having a little bit of a a little toad in the hole. So maybe uh, Tommy the best died of overexertion. It could, I mean, he was in that wheel a lot. Yeah, that's what's happened there. He's probably died of a little hammy heart attack. Yeah, poor thing. Anyway, so we said no, and we put it in a, an old gingerbread man box. Right, nice. And we dug a great big hole in the garden. Yep. And we had a little goodbye. Yeah, a little ceremony, yeah. But Ted didn't care. It was absolutely fine until we did that. And then he started crying. And then he started crying. Oh. Yeah. Hamsters can do that to people. Um, My mate Joel had a hamster. 
Billy, and he called it Billy the Hamster because it, it, it looked like Billy Piper with big teeth. So, uh, so Billy, Billy lived to the ripe old age of two, I think, and Billy also died of of just natural causes. Yeah. So um, I had a phone call from Joel. So I used to work with you know Joel. I used to work with on the radio. Yeah. Yep. So um, I had a call from Joel. We just finished our radio show. We got back. It was about we finished at ten a.m. I got back home. It was about midday. Got a call from him thinking that's weird. He should be in the pub hammer by now. So what's he calling me for? He's calling me. He's crying on the phone. He's like, Jay. I'll give it a rest. Like, yeah, but Billy, Billy's dead. I don't. I don't know what to do. I don't. I'm like, well, just just get rid of it. <laughs> just dig a hole. Yeah. Be, do you not remember? I live in a flat. Oh yeah, good point. I've got a garden. So anyway, to cut a long story short, he, he was quite upset. So I had to then drive back to his flat in Manchester. I lived about twenty minutes away back into Manchester City Centre to go and get Billy. So I thought, oh, okay, right. So I, I found, um, do you remember, you know those bo- those lo- lovely boxes you get which like posh champagne comes in? Yeah. You know, like the boxes. Oh, yeah, with, with the lid. wood slides in. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I had one of those. So I thought, oh, I'll take that with me. And there was wow. some straw left in there from <laughs> yeah, I mean, champagne. we had a gingerbread man <laughs> box from Tesco. Yeah, well, I just thought, you know, Joel was very upset. <laughs> so I went there and I said, here we go. Here's the box. Okay, so we'll put him in there and I'll bury him in my garden. I lived in a house, not a flat, so yeah. I could bury him in mine. He was like, oh, that's really nice. So I put Billy in the box. Remember, I'm a farmer's boy, so I'd be, yeah, yeah, I had animals everywhere. And um, and off I went. So in the car we got, and I got to uh, Junction 12 on the M62, slowed down a bit, opened the box, uh, grabbed Billy and just threw it yeah. <laughs> out the window. <laughs> so Does thought, Joel well, still well, think that he's buried in your garden? Yeah. <laughs> It's the circle of life. The fox is allowed Billy the hamster. Yeah. So, but no, but I had to, to even to make it even more believable. I then went to the shop to go and buy two ice creams to get the the wooden sticks to then put make two sticks, cross. make a cross, and put and rip, wrote Billy on it and put it in my back garden. But Billy isn't there. If you went to that much effort, why didn't you just bury him in your garden, dude? My garden's very nice. I'm not digging up my garden. Just add like fertilizer. My, my peonies and dahlias were looking fine. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not sorting there. No. So. There is part of me that in a few weeks would like to dig up uh, Tommy the best and well, to. You're just a bit weird. Well, no, just like from a scientific point of view. It's going to be, the worms are going to have it. It's, it's a in meal. A bo- in a box. No, yeah, what sort of box? Did you, it's not metal, is it? No. What is it, wooden? Yes. It is metal, isn't it? I can no, tell, you're lying to me. <laughs> Tesco does not send gin- sell gingerbread uh, men in a metal box, <laughs> do they? <laughs> no, Waitrose do, but Tesco don't. <laughs> All right, so it, it will, it's, it's biodegradable. Right. That's, yeah. So there you go, just give it a couple of years. The box will save it for a bit, but then, yeah. yeah. And he says, so he said, do you want to get another one? And he said, yeah, but a different I don't think you should. Well, (laughs) you've got a lot on your plate. Don't do it. (laughs) We haven't got a good track record. Yeah, yeah, don't. And then he said, no, actually, I want one that's the same colour so I can remember him. Do you know, I was this close to just going to the pet shop and buying a a replacement. (sighs) See, this this frustrates me, though. And I'm a dad, I know about this. And I know that instantly you think, okay, they're really upset. We need to try and make sure they're happier right now. They're our kids, they're our loves, they're our joys. Um, Right, let's just go. Sometimes you've got to go, no. Yeah. I'm g- let's give it 10 minutes, if that, and you'll forget about it. Yeah. So, no. Uh, no. Yeah. Well, he's forgotten about it. No. Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, can you put Spider Man on? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Done. <laughs> That's how it works. Yeah. Do you know, funny enough, it was like a role reversal because it was Jen that was like that, and I was saying, oh, let's just go and get him another one. We'll never know. Yeah. You're, you've got a crazy household. You don't need any more. No. no you don't. No, you've no, got no. a crazy household. Yeah. We, used to, we had another hamster about three years ago with no idea where it went. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 like no idea 
Did no you, idea. Did you and Jen use it for makeup sex? <laughs> Is it still up there? <laughs> no. That's called hamster in the hole. <laughs> oh, got you, not toad. Right. <laughs> no, got no idea. So I think we think that the thing was left open and it, it, it either it must have escaped. I mean, no idea where it is. Ah, I'm with my cat once, though. BB. So obviously, uh, yeah. JK stands for Jason King. Yeah. And my cat I called BB, BB King. Oh. So um, I had BB for like four or five years and yeah. then just one day she didn't come back. Just but I did find out there was a lady up the road that was feeding it. Oh. So. BB picked someone else. Yeah, by feeding, do you mean stealing? <laughs> no, just feeding. Right. <laughs> I, I, not, I don't, to my knowledge, BB wasn't held captive. There wasn't any Mel Gibson ransom involved. <laughs> you know, I'm sure she was like, I fed you, you can now go back to yeah. your house. But BB was like, why would I want to go back here? Yeah. He gives me dried shit. You give me Caesar, not Caesar, whatever the yeah, cat yeah. equivalent yeah, is. Yeah. But that's like um, nice kidnap. <laughs> It's a nice. It's like, it's like offering someone a better alternative, a better lifestyle to yeah. come and live here. Yeah, but I'm slightly offended by that. I gave that cat my all. <laughs> well, he didn't. Yeah, it did, and then literally... Well, he didn't, because she gave her a bit of food. Yeah. So the cat cheated on me. Yeah. No, oh, yeah, that. that's the better way of looking at it. Yeah. We done? <laughs> yeah, so anyway, confession, ex, forgiven, yeah. You are forgiven. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, back to the confession, not forgiven. Well, uh, really? I'm, I'm on the same page as him. I mean... No, 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 you're... Win- you! Oh, <laughs> You, not X. <laughs> You're not forgiven. What? It was. I didn't. You shouldn't. You shouldn't have anything to keep. <sighs> I wouldn't trust you with the bowl of cereal, let alone a hamster. <laughs> hey, our dog is perfectly alright. I don't care. <laughs> How old is that dog now? <laughs> uh, nearly two, two and a half. Right. Yeah. But anyway, X, the winch, get it. We're on the same page. It happens to us daily. You are 100% forgiven. And also, we love the fact that you're using us to whinge. It's a good, safe space. Absolutely. And if you want to do that, just contact us. Daznet.com. Go there. You'll find all you need to find. And if you want to have a whinge on the confessional, then you can. Next, let's talk about how kids can be real dicks. With a capital D. (laughs) All capitals, actually. It doesn't matter. Dicks! Yeah, yeah. And six exclamation marks. Okay, deep breath. Time to let off steam. We're going to talk about how our kids annoy us because sometimes they are just little... You know what I mean. How about for this one we talk about how our kids annoy us when we're on holiday or even going on holiday, going to the airport, travelling to the airport, the wake-up before we even go to the airport where they're being dickish. Yeah, because a holiday's not a holiday with kids. No, it's not. Because they're dicks. I think a holiday can be a holiday (laughs) with one kid. It's when you start throwing more kids into the mix. That's when it becomes even more dickish. Yeah. I didn't hear that, so I wasn't concentrating. (laughs) (laughs) So I wasn't concentrating. I tried really hard to think of try and blag it. Like, you know what? I love your honesty. At this point, I would really rollick you, but because you're quite cute and you got good honesty skills. So I was just read. It's because I was reading a submission from Dad's. Can't multitask. It's Um, official about a holiday. Do you want me to read this or just look? Yeah, do some work now. You say what you said first. No, no, you carry on. (laughs) So this is uh, this is from someone called Gravit. Not sure. Don't worry about that. Keep going. They'll know. They've written, they've written it. They know. Uh, it says, we went to Centre Parks earlier this year. It was our first real holiday since we got married five years ago. Uh, and now with our three-year-old. So you can imagine we were looking forward to it. We drove up on the Monday afternoon and by Monday evening, all three of us had full-blown flu. Oof. We spent the whole holiday shivering and sweating, barely able to move in the lodge. We finally felt well enough to come home on the Thursday. But that's a dad, though, there. You can tell that's a dad who's yeah. just going, I've bloody paid for it. 
So we're going. I don't care. They probably had flu before they went. <laughs> no, I bet the kid had flu. Yeah, exactly. I bet the kid picked it up from preschool. Yeah. Bought it on holiday. We are going away. I've paid the money. Yeah, there needs to be some kind of quarantine for your child before you go on holiday so yeah. they see nobody else for like a week running up to your holiday so that you can guarantee that when you land, when you get to wherever you go, there's no bugs. Do you suggest putting them in some sort of chamber? Airtight chamber yes. for a whole week before, and then not airtight, right? Because <laughs> then oh, no, it wouldn't just be a dead be... hamster. No, they can have, a, they can have like, <laughs> they can have um, aircon, which is reconditioned yeah. air. Yeah. It's fine. It's yeah, alive. Absolutely fine. Okay, this is a good one. It's from a guy called Jamie. He says, "For our first ever family holiday, we adopt after we adopted the boys, uh, we upgraded our villa to an expensive one with a private pool. Ooh. The little one had the shits in the pool for the first <laughs> afternoon, and then the filter broke, so we spent the whole week sitting around a sewer." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. That's like when you turn up to a really crap hotel and their their pool's been out of action for years. Yeah. And it's like, there's like green mould on the top of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And here's another thing, right? This is who who loads of families will go on a camping holiday. Mm. You ever been on a camping holiday? No, I'll tell you about a holiday experience in a minute. Oh, okay. I'll talk about camping. What part of anybody thinks that going on a camping holiday is a good idea? Because when you go on holiday, like you want to leave all the housework and you want to leave all the stresses of daily life behind you. Camping accentuates all of those things. You don't even have water. It's like going back to like a third world country where you have to walk to get your water. Three words. Back to nature. <laughs> That's why people think it's a good idea. But then it's not back to nature. Well, no, it is because you're, you're shitting in a hole in the ground. Well, exactly. And then you're like, you know, you, you don't even have a fridge. So all you've got is like bacon floating around in tepid water in some kind of cool box. <laughs> and then, you're, true, yeah. Yeah. And then, you, then you're like, oh, let's have that for breakfast. You look at your clock and it's like 5.30 a.m. because yeah. you're up with the sun at four in the morning. And the tent is it's really cold when you go to bed and yeah. when you wake up, you're really it's hot boiling hot. You can't even get dressed. <laughs> like, what? And then you've got to throw the kids into the mix. <laughs> and like You've peaked all of your ideas, all the board games, playing football, all of that. You've peaked by 7 a.m. I, I think you're absolutely right. However, there was an incident with my ex and we. I just think that you've got to do it. Kids have to experience camping just once. Even if you put it into their minds, they think it's great. They get there and it's been horrible. They need to know about it so that they can have that rant that you've just done, yeah? Yeah. So they need to know about I it. I feel better, actually. So my suggestion, let's go camping. Um, the little one will love it. He needs to experience it. We can do a fire together, all that sort of stuff. Got, got to go. We'll, we'll go somewhere near a, a brook he, or, a, you know, a river. A brook? A brook, a babbling brook. <laughs> it's romantic. We'll go near a babbling brook. He can, like fish for minnows and newts yeah. and whatever so it's lovely yeah back to nature anyway the tent <laughs> the tent was like only three foot tall <laughs> yeah perfect for you yeah <laughs> you could walk straight in yeah, straight in didn't even hit my head <laughs> so as you can imagine um, no, even for you that's quite small <laughs> yeah, but, and obviously the ex hadn't seen it so until it was you know assembled so she kicked off about that Hang straight on, away I missed the part where you said that you took your then girlfriend well no it was then wife jeez yeah, so we we did this. Anyway, to cut a long story short, she kicked off massively. How long do you think it last? How long did it last? I mean, a morning. We got there at about 1pm, okay? <laughs> at what time did we leave and pack up? <laughs> I mean, I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt and say 5pm. 5pm. It took me about an hour to set up the tent. It took 30 minutes for her to make her mind up. By two hours, we were back on the motorway. <laughs> Holiday over, boys. <laughs> there it is. So that's what camping is all about. Yeah. I also remember going on a first family holiday. I think it was our only family holiday to Wales. It was a caravan, booked a caravan. 
We got there. It was Tembi, I think. Got mm. there. My dad turned on the TV. Because my dad can't relax. He's a farmer. He just he, Relaxing, he just can't do yeah. it. He always wants to be doing something. Switches on the TV, and we left two hours later. Why did we leave? Why was our first holiday only two hours long? The TV didn't work. No, because it was all in Welsh. Oh. <laughs> Is that true? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> my dad said, I can't do this. And we, we went home. Oh, that is absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Jen won't go in a tent because she thinks it's easier to get stabbed through the fabric. Yeah, but... Which it is. It, well, no, it is. But <laughs> that's like if you go on safari, though. You know, you, you could be in one of these big tents. But if a hippo decides it wants to charge you, yeah. the, the tent's not going to stop the hippo. No. So you've got to take... Yeah, yeah. you've got to get that. She brain. worries about that kind of thing. And also, yeah. pop-up tents, right? You know the ones that you just get out of the bag and they just go, boop, and they're like, they aren't you just pin it down. Yeah, well, they stay up forever because you can't get them back. Well, exactly. No one ever, you know, they don't, on the packaging, they don't say pop down tent. If someone can get a pop down tent, yeah. then they can't do it. Revolution. Figure of eight or something. Yeah. It's, like, but it's it, half it, an hour. Oh, it's just worse pointless. than like a great big, whatever, what are they called? Those big tents? Dome, um, dome tents, big tents. Just a big tent. Big, big tent. <laughs> Marquee. <laughs> <laughs> Much easier. Uh, so let's go back to, to holidays. What have you. You know, what have you experienced on a holiday where you have to fly? So we're talking, uh, you know, a, a, a Spain or, you know what I mean, yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know I know what you mean, Jed. Yeah, yeah. Do, just, do you yeah. mean like a holiday where you have to fly? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I meant, yes. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, I mean, Ted, Ted's not bad. So Jen, Jen has a, like a hideously big fear of flying. Like she had to get escorted off a plane once because she was panicking so much. Right. So she's not a good flyer. So I have full control over the kids while she puts noise cancellation headphones on clever, her Clever, clever. She's got no fear of flying reason. whatsoever. <laughs> and None. I'm like, kids, shut up. Her fear are the kids. Don't push that button. And that's why she's going, but <laughs> you can look the after them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe that is what it is. She knows what she's well, doing. Yeah. Fear of, yeah, whatever. She's cleverer than she looks. I oh, mean, <laughs> uh, I'm just going to put on my yeah. noise cancelling headphones. Yeah. You'll have to deal with the kids. On it goes. But in Love Island. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's out for the next hour. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah can I have some, yeah, yeah. Oh, as the trolley gone by can you get me some more drinks yeah clever <laughs> clever so I'm left with the kids and yes it's 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 keeping them entertained for the full time now iPads food games colouring he's just started colouring so that's going to be good for yeah, our next works. holiday does your face when he goes outside the lines stay inside no, the lines I don't mind that oh. I think that that's a sign of a genius well if he goes outside the lines yeah no, I say untidy little so-and-so. <laughs> I mean, come on. You're three. You should be able to stay in the lines by now. No, you see, Albert Einstein, he was thinking outside the box. Uh, outside the lines. Outside yeah. the lines. There you go. Um, so for me, it's all about keeping them entertained. Now, the worst thing that could possibly happen on an airplane with kids is when you're delayed in the plane uh, because there's nothing to do. Mm. And, then, and, then, and usually the seatbelt sign's on because you're on the runway, waiting, queuing. Seatbelts on. I want to take my seatbelt off. Keep on. So that's the hardest bit. I think you're right. The, the keeping them entertained stuff, and we've always done it. If we've got two, Luna's coming up to two years old, so we'll go. We'll only go short haul. The, the the furthest will go is three hours. That's yeah. our limit, and that's too much, really. Yeah. Like usually we do an Ibiza, we do a Mallorca, but we did Greece this year. Yeah. So that was that extra hour, but. Yeah, right. Noah's fine. Noah's just like the easiest kid ever. Luna's a fucking beast. Yeah. You know, she has, her, her attention span is yeah. low. Here's a top tip. If you, you know, you can sometimes choose your seats. Yeah. If you choose the ones at the very, very back, okay, there's two reasons why that's a good idea. Number one is it's noisier. 
which means people can't hear the kids as much anyway because there's just a lot of engine noise. Yeah. And number two, if you're on the very back, you also get the space where the where they like park all the trolleys and the food. Yeah. Yeah. So you can actually get out your seat and you can there is a little bit of space there where yep. they can kind of stretch their legs and walk around and that just helps a little bit as well. But those back seats don't recline. Yeah, I mean, if you've got kids and you're thinking you're going to recline, <laughs> then there's something wrong with you. It's a very good point. It's a very I good mean, point. I'm not getting on a plane going, oh, just have a little relax here whilst you kids well, tear the plane apart. <laughs> yeah, Jen's, Jen's got Jen a noise-cancelling <laughs> headphones on watching Love Island and drinking yeah. a vat of gin. Yeah, shoes, shoes, yeah, yeah. I mean, that pretty much is our, just, you know, it's a great picture of our flights. Uh, what are your thoughts on sand? Can't bear sand. No. Cannot bear sand. I mean, why do we put, put ourselves through it? We always think it's this lovely sort of vision, isn't it? We'll go on the beach, you know, we'll get sun loungers. In fact, no, we don't need sun loungers. We'll put a nice little rug, a little che- a blue and white checkered yeah. rug on the yeah. sand. We'll have a lovely family yeah. day. We'll have a picnic with some lovely peanut butter sandwiches. Yeah. And, oh, and we'll get some Prosecco, we'll get some beers. Yeah, well, all of that's fine, but then add four tonnes of sand. Yeah. It's not. No. And then you're forever just saying to the kids, don't get your feet on the rug. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, no, don't put the Prosecco in the sand. Yeah. It's wet and it's, oh, oh. Yeah, I can't understand. I don't like, I, I like beaches. But Daddy, this peanut butter sandwich is a bit crunchy. Yeah, yeah that's because you, you you threw it yeah. in the sand. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, there's nothing more annoying than getting sand in certain orifices. I've never had sand under there. Really? No. Is that what you're talking about? Under. Under what? Under, where the worst place you could possibly have sand. I mean, I'm thinking butt crack. No, I'm thinking around the front. Pull back. Oh. No? No. I've never had that either. No, I haven't. Right. (laughs) Because that, to me, is just... Oh, I can feel it now. Scraping. You've got to work pretty hard to get sand in that Yeah, but some people are naturally... it, it, It goes back there. How? Because they've been circumcised. Yeah, but then it wouldn't rub. It would just... Be on it. Yeah, but it still can go over, can't it? No. Oh, mine. I can, I can wake up and mine's there and I can put it back. <laughs> Isn't the point of being circumcised that you don't have that skin? Yeah, but you can surely still put it over the top bit, can't you? <laughs> Let's Google it. Well, I can pull mine back and then pull it all have the way back. you been circumcised? No. Yes, I yes, yes, I've been circumcised, but I can pull it right back. And put it back? And put it back. Yeah, have you never woken up, I don't know, in the morning, you know, obviously very relaxed? Yeah, yeah. It's all lovely. Certain rush to the blood's <laughs> oh, rush. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and it's That's called an EMB. And it's for those listeners. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and it's pulled back. Yeah, and then you have to, you know, go. Oh, you do a little lovely yeah. stretch where you thrust your butt cheeks up and go. Oh. Yeah, and then I have to rearrange and pull said skin over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's what I mean. You could be doing that on the... You, could, no, you, know, you can't be doing that on the beach. Yeah, but it could accidentally... You could wake up and then... You know, there's a way that it could happen. No, no, that's... It couldn't happen on a beach. I can't believe we're having this conversation. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm saying. You've got to work pretty hard. It's got to be fairly unique circumstances. I guarantee there's someone on this planet that has had sand underneath their foreskin. Yes, but probably not accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> you pay for that? <laughs> Probably someone. Somewhere. Someone might. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Also, seawater when it dries, it's like makes your skin go funny, doesn't it? Goes all crusty. Yeah, that's not. I don't know that really. Yeah. You, you, so what you're saying? You don't like the way it dries your skin out? Yeah. You've changed. Yeah. I'm pretty much. Oh, there I'm, was me thinking you were like a leather-faced fisherman, but no. obviously not. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> On holiday, half board, all inclusive, or villa. Right, we have, we've had this conversation because, funny enough, next week we're going to Ibiza for a week. Woo! I know. It's the first time we're going Amazing. properly abroad on a summer holiday Love with Ibiza. the kids. 
and Pasha, we, yeah. And we had <laughs> and we had this conversation about whether should we get a villa and hire a car or shall we go all inclusive in a hotel, right? And we we genuinely like weighed this up. The pros and cons are they're they're good. Yeah. I mean it's very it is very difficult. Well you say that and then I had this epiphany where I was thinking, I want to go on a fucking holiday. Why would I want to drive to the supermarket to fill my own fridge, to then cook my own food, to then wash up my own dishes, and then manage my own kids? Why would I want to do all that? I do that at home every single day. Depends what age. Okay, I agree with you, 100%. However, when you go on... So we, we now villa. We don't, we don't do oh. all-inclusive oh. or half-board. We've done all-inclusive, half-board. We've yeah. done that. And... We we did that in Mallorca, and we didn't feel it. it. We just didn't feel it. The the couple, you know, the couple or whoever it was next to us, I could hear them shagging the whole week. <laughs> you know, I'm sure the headboard was right next yeah. to our headboard. Yeah, and what, so what that, was wrong with that? You know, well, <laughs> and then the other thing is the other side. They obviously were just going out till all hours and coming back trashed. You can hear the high heels going up the hallway because. Usually, you know, when it comes to Spain or something like that, it's it's always tiled. It's yeah. never carpeted. It's not like a Premier Inn, is it? So you hear that the kids are waking up constantly. Um, you may just you might just only have one bedroom, so then you got to have the kids in with you. At least when you get a villa, you can get like a two bedroom villa or whatever it is. So uh, we feel there's a lot of downsides to going in a hotel. The food thing, I agree. Yeah. All inclusive, away you go. Although I'll come back the size of two houses. Because well, sure. Well, we're put, I've paid for this. I'm, <laughs> yeah. This is where I make my money back, like <laughs> so, Joey and friends. Yeah. Someone tried to get someone I was speaking to the other day. He said um, that his challenge when he goes on an all-inclusive holiday is to try and get into positive. <laughs> <laughs> Just on drinks. He's in credit. He's on yeah. food credit. I've actually made money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but again, I see it. I yeah, I, I agree. You know, you can put the, the kids can do stuff in clubs mm. like the after. But then the after disco thing and. It just, yeah, I'm not for me, especially into that. It's just a bit. Yeah. yeah, and actually, I'm not actually into the kids' clubs. Like, I don't. I also want to go on holiday, and I know, I know, I say, you know, I want a holiday, but actually, I want to go and spend time with the kids. Like, mm. I actually want to do that. I don't want to go on holiday and put them in a kids' club, because then I'm like, well, I want to, I want to go on holiday with them. Yeah. Um, but we have chosen somewhere with a water park, and I think that's that's quite cool. It's yeah. on site. Yeah. Um, I just, and again, I'm not one of these people that. Why would I go? So we went to. We went, where did we go? Kefalonia. So we've never been to Kefalonia before. Every single person I spoke to said Kefalonia is beautiful. It's wonderful. It's magical. It's blah, blah, blah. You know, you'll find a real nice vibe there. They love kids. The Greeks love the kids, you know, like the Italians did when we went to Italy, blah, blah, blah. So we will do Kefalonia. But Kefalonia, it's a really small island. You can drive it, you know, in, I don't know, an hour and a half, the whole length of it or whatever. So yeah, we get the car. We go and I quite like driving. We go and venture out. You know, we pinpoint what we're going to do. We went to go and see uh, the turtles in the sea and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So for me, yeah, Villa wins. It wins. Maybe I've made a mistake. Get your own pool. Have I made a mistake? I don't know. We'll see what it's like. (laughs) Well, no, because then you can do it this time, and then you can do a Villa next time, and then you've got your two comparisons, haven't you? Yeah. Well, we'll see. I'll, I'll let you know. How about that? I'll well, I'm sure know. you will. That's what we do on this thing. You let me know about everything. I'll let you know about everything. And yeah, <laughs> even down to the point as whether we're circumcised or not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a bit of sand there. Oh, that's that's not that's uncomfortable. Right, let's move on quick. 
don't forget that if you want to send in a story or an anecdote or get involved in any kind of episode, then you can do that at dadsnet.com or you can find us on social media at the dadsnet. So, yeah, make sure you uh, you get in touch and, and share whatever you want with us. See, so, yeah, I went off there. I was doing all right. And then I had this little bit. And it just goes, don't add Just goes to pop. Yeah, just stick to the script. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I can't stick to the script. <laughs> anyway, next up, something a little more serious. Mm. Um, we're going to talk about um, infertility and IVF. So as promised, we're going to talk about um, male infertility and IVF in this episode. So should we should we start off with a sort of brief explanation of what, what do we need to know about IVF? Have you been down this route? Were you looking at going down this route? What? Yeah, right. I'll put it in context. Okay. So we have had uh, so we had a miscarriage. Then Teddy was born, and then since then we've had six miscarriages on the trot. And then since the sixth one, we've been trying to conceive since then. Mm. Which an abbreviation of that is TTC. If you see TTC written, it's trying to conceive. Didn't okay, know that. and that was well. That's two years ago, coming up to two years now. So we've been trying and unsuccessfully getting pregnant for two years, which puts us into the secondary infertile or infertility category mm. because we've got a kid. So it's like secondary infertility, yep. not just infertility. And so consequently, we've been exploring IVF options, which are very expensive. Um, because we've had a child, we can't get it on the NHS. Yep. So we have to go private. Whereas obviously if you have infertility issues and you don't have any children, then you can go to your GP and they can start the whole ball rolling for uh, IVF on yep. the NHS. But we've had to go through um, a, a private clinic and we had a consultation, which alone cost like 220 quid or something. Mm. Just spend half an hour talking to a doctor. And she talked through all the options of IVF. And to have like one round of full IVF, it's like seven grand. Jeez. Which is obviously very expensive and way out of our, you know, we can't even get close to that. Yep. Although there is another option. I'll come on to that later though, because that's quite interesting. So consequently, there's like, there's different steps for IVF. And you can do a couple of the steps without kind of going through the whole process for the whole round. And so one thing that they do is they give you, a, or you can get a drug called Clomid or Clomid. And that basically increases the amount of eggs that you you release each month, if you're a woman, that you release each month. Which then effectively means that when you have sex at the right time, and they'll scan you and they'll tell you when the right time is. When you have sex, it just increases the chances of one of those eggs getting fertile because instead of one or two eggs, there's, well, there can be loads. So mm. five, six, seven, eight, and I guess upwards. So that's that's as far as we've got because we, that's far more affordable. You basically just pay for the Clomid, um, which isn't very expensive at all, uh, and then some scans to time when to have sex. Right. Which sounds great. It sounds great as from a man's point of view. Someone's saying, right, tonight you've got to have sex and then you've got to have sex tomorrow night and then you have a break and then have sex again it sounds great someone kind of telling you when to do that I tell you what mate pressure it is nigh impossible what to get it up I just couldn't could not do it dude this is the guy <laughs> that I speak to on a regular basis to do this podcast and you are like rampant for it <laughs> I know. You always you always saying yeah. you're not getting enough. You have got guaranteed yeah. sex. I know. And you can't perform. I, know. I could I reckon I could have sex any time during the day with Jen. Just she walks past, she's looking good. I'm like, I could have sex right now. Right? And then as soon as the nurse said, Tonight you need to have sex, I was like, I can't do it. In your head were you hearing, This is your night. <laughs> 
everything's gonna be all right (laughs) i couldn't do it i couldn't do it and i'll tell you what and this is this this is a story right it's quite a funny story but actually the message behind it is quite serious okay this is a funny story okay so we we get told that we have to have sex right and i'm like lying there in bed i'm like thinking like we we have to have sex tonight because it's the optimum time and if this is going to happen then we need to we need to do it right and nothing is happening down there I'm like, oh, Jen, like, this just isn't happening. Like, we're kissing and, like, trying to... Pornhub! So this is what Jen says. Jen says, look, I'll just put on some porn, okay? At which point I'm like, is this a trap? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm like, is this a trap? Like, my wife is, like, saying, go on and watch Pornhub. Yeah. Anyway, so I get over that. And then I'm, <laughs> then I'm looking at Pornhub thinking, do I search? <laughs> then what do you search for? And what do I search? Oh, my God, because like, then... She's next to me. That's where you, in that circumstance, you have to just go generic. Yeah, so I was just like, oh, this is on the home page. You can't be going on going, well, I would like um, (laughs) big boobed milf. Just click on on (laughs) favourites. So this is what I mean. Like, it's a real awkward situation here. I think in that situation, you just go for amateur. I was like, oh, this is this is the only thing on the homepage, Jen. I've never seen it before, ever. And yeah, then what you, category yeah. do you want, love? And then you click on it and it says, would you like to resume play? <laughs> or start from the beginning. Please. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, Next oh up. don't look, don't look. Anyway, so like, so anyway, so watching porn, right? And I'm kind of, you know, doing the thing, like trying to trying to get it going. And then Who like... are you thinking about at that point, though? Are you thinking about the girl that you're looking on screen or your wife? <laughs> I don't even know, right? Because this he is does. like an out he of... does know. No, this is like an out-of-body experience here. I'm like, yeah. I'm like looking on these two people on the bed. Like one of them's like having a wank whilst the other one's waiting. Going, Come on, <laughs> it's, right? It's really weird situation. Okay. Anyway, so you I'll, go, I'll do. Yeah. Okay. All right, Jenny. Here we go. Then I've gone for girl on girl. Yeah. Yeah. And I, <laughs> How did that go down? If yeah. you don't, if you pardon the expression, it's me. Fa- it's me favorite. Uh, me favorite. Anyway. So anyway. So I'm going. I'm going at it and like. And then literally, I kind of you know I know that point. I'm like Jen. Like like. Now, like, like roll over, bish bash bosh, and then it's done, right? And that's fine. Like, it's a funny story. It's a funny situation to be in. When you reflect on that, like, the point of trying to make a baby, and that's how. And then you're like, shit, like, that's not how I want to remember making my baby. But I think you've got to, you know, you've got to look at what the outcome is. A, you've just, you've been allowed to watch porn. It's quite good. (laughs) B is, it's, it's, what can be, isn't it? Yeah. You know, you you want to get to that final place. Yeah, of course. Whatever. Yeah. And I think, but equally, yeah, trying to figure out how, I suppose it's completely different to, to where, to how you got, you know, you got Ted and then to where you are now. Yeah. I, I, hey. But I think that's what people don't understand because it's not talked about enough. But, you know, from anyone who's going through infertility, IVF or, you know, have baby loss and miscarriage stuff, no one understands that all of that stuff before that baby is born, it's it's not fun, it's not enjoyable, it's not easy, you're stressed, you're anxious, you're worried, you're scared. It, it, all of those things, until that baby is born, it, it's just shit. And that's all down to, I suppose, failed attempts. Yeah, of that's course. Where, you know, that's yeah. why where the anxiety is coming yeah, from. Yeah, exactly. Like no one's no one's celebrating because they've had a positive pregnancy pregnancy test. No one's you know having romantic weekends away. You know, it does that. None of that is yeah. is there. It's we've gone down this route before as well. It's not just that. It's even when you get home and your partner shows you a 
you know, a, a pregnancy stick and it says pregnant. Well, that's incredible. But then there's still stress yeah. after that. You know, yeah. can we can we keep this treasured baby? Yeah, I'm not even. You no, know, it doesn't even give any kind of excitement. No. No. In fact, if anything, is dread. Yeah, no, hundred yeah. percent. You know, we, we God, we've been. You know, we've been where where you've been as well with miscarriages, missed miscarriages. Yeah, and I would go as far as saying that it can be such a downer on what should be the most beautiful thing in your life. Absolutely. Because you're stressing to make sure that, you know, you are going to keep yeah, this baby. Yeah. The the other aspect of like infertility and, and miscarriage and stuff is that it, it nurtures this insecurity in you because essentially by being infertile it's saying your body does not work. Mm. That's what it's saying. And you know, for Jen, like, she feels very much, I'm sure she won't mind me saying, but she very much feels that she's letting me down because her body's not working. Um, you know, at the same time, it could be me. Like, I have been tested and there's no immediate signs that, that there's anything wrong with my sperm or anything. Mm. But, you know, there's also that feeling of I'm not working. Like, my body is not working very well. And, you know, if we use a donor sample or something you know maybe that would work better or whatever yeah um i mean i think jen is feeling that much worse than i am but i think this is the point where we say that that i don't think our partners will ever know regardless of how much we tell them you know how incredible they are at that point yeah it's once you've got to the the, right we're pregnant amazing which you know the most magical news in the world but then from a guy's point of view we then, there isn't enough we can do yeah. because, you know, it sounds awful. It's not our bit is done, but we've we've made a baby. Yeah. And now it's, it's yeah. you know, it's that pressure that your partner has to, to deal with. Yeah. And God, yeah, we, you know, we are there as much, you know, 100%. Yeah, but, but there's a lot of steps that the female so many. Ha- has to happen. Like it's got a, the lining has to be right and it yep. has to fertilize in the right place and then attach itself in the right place and then it's got to grow in the right way and it's a you know there's a lot of stuff there i just i couldn't even tell you how amazed i was with with charlie because everything she was having to deal with and not just the mental side of it the physical side of it you know yeah being pregnant's not that fun is it no 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 (laughs) and i tell you what's what it also comes down to also comes down to money yeah you know like if you've got a lot of money like a lot of money the chances of you, you know what I mean? That increases your chances because you can go to the right experts yep. and you can go to get the right medication and you can have round after round of, you know, if you want, of, of IVF. And that all comes down to money. And then you think, well, hang on a minute, you know, my family planning is basically coming down to, to whether I've got money or not. Yeah. And that's a weird, a weird thing to process. Yeah. So if it's okay to ask, where, what stage are you at now? So we've had two months both unsuccessful on the Clomid, the medication. Yep. I think I think Charlie was on that. Yeah. It's it has a lot of side effects. Yeah. I like Jen's mood swings were wild. Mm. She doesn't she doesn't think they were, but they were wild. <laughs> <laughs> and like and it just made her sick and dizzy and tired. Um, so it's a real, you know, IVF is n- is not easy. It's, no. It is relentless, and we've like we haven't even touched the surface of it really. Yeah. And so that is that's tough. Um, so because we're going on holiday, we didn't want Jen to be feeling like that whilst we we're away. And also the hol- our holidays booked, and so towards the end of the holiday would be when we are looking to do a pregnancy test. Mm. And we didn't want to like last day of a holiday do a test and it be negative. And yeah. Then, yeah. Like, so we just thought, right, let's just stop for a month and then let's maybe try again. Well, we'll see, we'll see. But that's the other thing. Like, when do you stop? At what point do you just go? This isn't going to happen. Only you can answer that. Yeah. You know, I think, 
I don't know. I, I think from an outsider's point of view, with your friends and family, I think you have to stop when maybe the pain gets too much. Yeah. I think that's probably where... But then equally, I don't know, is the relationship struggling because of it? There's so many factors yeah. of when you should or shouldn't stop. Um, but I would like to think that there will come a point where you both will agree and just yeah. go, let's... yeah. Because I'm of the mindset where I don't know what's worth. Is it worse to stop and always kind of wonder, might it have happened if we'd carried on? Or to carry on. Like, what pain is worse? Like, in all honesty, like, I'm fucked right, mm. right now. Like, if we don't have a kid, like, I know that that's, that is always going to be something I've got to deal with. Yeah. And that pro- probably, I won't, I'm not, re- I, don't, I can't really face up to it now. Uh, sorry, one minute. That's all right. It's <laughs> okay. It's also, you, you want it so, you want it so bad, you know, you really do. And you both want it. And there's nothing, there is absolutely nothing wrong with wanting something so badly. And it's going to be tough. Oh, fuck. Um, could, could you carry him? Oh, yeah, I don't know. I think I'm going to say a lot. Sorry, mate. A right bloke <laughs> dad thing here to do. But as a friend, f- sitting here with you, my very good friend, and knowing how much you've been through, and also being there as well, we, we were fortunate enough after many tries to, to get two children, but who would have known if we would have tried to have gone for a third, it might not have happened. Mm. So I think we made a conscious decision then to say, stop, yeah. no more. Yeah. Um, would Charlie want more babies? Probably. Yeah. But we then decided, and again, it's because of the, the times where I saw how much pain we were in when we lost two babies. I remember having to inject Charlie in the stomach to get our first child. Yeah. This is what we would do to have our baby. Mm. But equally, I think I would dread to... Th- I, me thinking that you're really upset and where you are right now in your mindset kind of makes me feel a bit sad. And mm. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I wouldn't say what the answer is, but... I don't know. How does, what, what, what do you think... If, if Jen was sat here right now and you were having this one-to-one with Jen... And you said, should we carry on? Should we stop? What What do you think Jen's response would be? Do you think she's telling you everything or do you think she's... It's hard because there's part of both of us that we want to please, we want, like, I'd go through anything. If Jen, if it was like, this is the only thing I want in life, then I'd say, yeah, well, I'll, I don't, I'll carry on as much as you want me to carry on. And mm. we both feel like that, which means that there's like this catch-22 situation where no one is really going, I need to stop. I just need to stop. And I know you really want it, but I need to stop. Mm. Like neither of us, we're not of the disposition to sort of say either of those things. Yep. So there's a, there is a real danger that we both just carry on. But actually, if we're both honest, we, we might just end up going, no, we just need to stop this and focus on now. Yeah. To be honest, I think that point is coming. <laughs> I, I think, you know, we I, probably we might try one one more time and. And then if not, then we'll just, make, you know, I feel like it's, I feel yeah. like it's coming. What do your close family say about it? Do you well, speak yeah, we, to them about it? No, we not? don't really talk to no. them about it. They don't understand it, you know. And lots of people don't understand it because we've got kids. The, that is the one thing, isn't it? So that, they're like, well... But it doesn't, but I don't, I don't care if you, if you have kids. The fact that someone wants another, yeah. whose decision is it to say, yeah. you've already got kids, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And no one probably knows how much pain, hurt, anxiety you're going through to, to you know, to, to yeah. have another child. Yeah. And they don't also, they also don't understand that we've lost seven. Mm. You have, 
that in if when you hold that in the context of wanting another, well, yeah, we want another, but we've lost seven. Mm. Like, I don't know. There's just to just to finish. There's there is a um, well with our clinic. There's an option to become a donor, and if I can I can donate seven. Oh, sorry, I can donate ten samples of sperm, and in, in exchange for almost a full round of IVF. Oh wow! Which which is a means it's affordable. Um, because sperm is free, <laughs> uh, um, but but obviously they are used as donor samples, uh, and so they then and they're not anonymized. So basically, could end up being ten children running around that mm. I don't know about. You know, yeah. that have got my DNA. Um, so you have to go through a lot of counselling before you do that yeah. to make sure of the headspace. Um, and I think I'd be there. Like if I, I think I'd be more than happy to do that if it would guarantee that we would have one. Yep. But because we could do a random IVF and it might be unsuccessful, I don't think I could... I think it'd be very hard to know that we had an unsuccessful round, but there were 10 that were successful. And you won't know if there have been... Not until we get a knock on the door and there's an 18-year-old lad standing yeah. there going, you're my biological father. Yeah. But that's, you know, this is something that yeah, we're thinking that is about. such an well. interesting way of thinking about it. And like many probably say, oh, well, you can overanalyze stuff. No, this is what's going on in my head. Yeah. And I can't, I can't stop it. I won't stop it. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with, you know, being at that point. And I think that's a real valid point. Yeah. Do you know what's weird? As, as we're having this conversation and as I'm sort of sharing, my phone is going nuts with missed calls and messages from Jen. Oh, really? Yeah, like, I don't know what she wants, but just you to feel like maybe there's a... I don't know. She's probably bit. asking what the password for Pornhub is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, quite possibly, quite possibly. I always leave it on a good note, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Pornhub is a good note. <laughs> oh. I mean, there's, this is a massive issue. Like, I, you know, it heavily affects me and I know it affects you. Um, and, you know, we, like, let's, we want to open this up to, to our listeners um, to get in touch with us. Mm. And, we, you know, we want, to, we want this to be a conversation that's out there. Um, on social media, um, at the Dad's Net, um, on the website and stuff like that. So, you know, get in touch and, and we'd love to hear, you know, what you're going through and if we can direct you in any kind of, yeah. the direction of any kind of support, then then we will. Um, and obviously this is not a, if, you know, if you want to feature on the podcast thing, not at all, this is, you can be anonymous. It's just there, you know, the Dad's Net is there for you to open up, chat, hopefully make you feel better about things, get advice from people that are going through it. So, you know, it's not about being on this podcast. It's no. it's, it's it's all about dads yeah. being there yeah. for dads. Yeah. But also we genuinely read all the messages that come through uh, via the website. Um, we, we read them all. So, and, you know, where we can, we'll reply. So. Yeah, well, you guys are great at getting back to stuff. So, yeah, yeah. it's there, dadsnet.com. Equally... If there's a confession that you want to do, that one will be read out, just so you know. <laughs> so if you're sending confessions, they probably will be read out. Or a rant like we had today from xdadsnet.com. Uh, everything is there for you. We like to share. We like to chat. We like to get you on. You know, we like to respond. And yeah, I, th- I think we're, we're out of time. It's been good. I won't let you say the goodbye today. I feel oh, like no. you've been through a lot today. So <laughs> uh, we'll just say until next time. Oh, hang on. I better tell you how you can actually... Um, download and subscribe to this podcast which is called Don't Tell Your Mum with me JK and Al Uh, go to Global Player you can do it there or wherever you get your podcasts so download subscribe Global Player is where you can get it and rate us and rate us very important to rate us Um, take care 